ಶ್ರೀಗುರುವೇನಮಃಕಮಲಂಶ್ರೀಗುರುಶ್ರೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಾಂಶ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರುಣಾ ಸಿಂಧೋ ದೀನಬಂಧೋ ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಕಾಂತ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮೋಸ್ತುತಿ ತಪ್ತ ಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಾಂಗಿ ರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತೆ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಾಮಿ ಹರಿಪ್ರಿಯೆ ವಾಂಚಾಕಲ್ಪತರೋಭ್ಯಶ್ಚ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಧೂಭ್ಯವೇಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಹೇ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭು ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀ ಅದ್ವೈತಗಳಾದರ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಾದಿ ಗೌರವಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ ರಾಮ ಮುಖಂ ಕರೋತಿ ವಾಚಾಲಂ ಪಂಗುಂ ಲಂಗ ಹರೇಗಿರಿ ಯತ್ ಕೃಪಾತ ಮಹಾಮಂದೇ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುಂ ದಿನ ತಾರಿಣಂ ಪರಮಾನಂದ ಮಾಧವಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಈಶ್ವರ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸೊ ವಿ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ದ ನೈನ್ತ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಟುಡೇ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಅಗೇನ್ ಥ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ವಿಕಾಸ್ ಪ್ರಭು ಫಾರ್ ಇಸ್ ನೈಸ್ ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟೇಶನ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಏಟ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ Yeah. Um, so today we'll start with the ninth chapter. This ninth chapter in the first three verses, uh, we'll probably, I don't know if we'll have time to cover the first three verses because verse two of the ninth chapter is probably the 
one of the longest purport in the bhagavad gita as it is book so it looks uh, unlikely that we will have uh, uh, more than that but uh, fundamentally it is uh, we have these two we have these three verses first to three third verse this is about the qualification and disqualifications uh, um, for hearing for shravanam so the those who are non envious uh, and uh, who are faithful they will attend krishna by hearing hearing about uh, the most confidential uh, knowledge about krishna and faithlessness is what will take a force one to take birth and death so that is what is being discussed so let us start with uh, uh, the verse rahul you want to post now share the screen yeah shri bhagavan uvacha idam tute guhya tamam pravakshamy anusoyave jnanam vidyana sahitam ye jnatva moksha sya shubhat the supreme personality of god had said my dear arjuna because you are never envious of me i shall impart to you this most confidential knowledge and realization jnanam and vijnanam jnanam is uh, knowledge and vijnanam is uh, realization knowing which you shall be relieved of the miseries of material existence in other words whatever knowledge that we receive should be eventually beneficial for us to be relieved of the miseries of material existence Hmm. So, Madan Sura Prabhu is there? Yes, sir, I am there. You can just call out names. Sure, sure, brother. So, I will start as it appears on the screen and then talk. Uh, Hari Hara Prabhu, you can start with the first para. I don't know what screen, my screen first shows. श्रीमदभागवतमेंगवतमेंगवतमेंगवतमेंगवतमेंगवतमेंगवतमेंगवतमेंगवतमेंगवतमेंगवतमेंगवतमेंगवतमेंगवतमेंगवतमेंगवत
then he will surely make advancement towards spiritual realization lord krishna in order to encourage arjuna to higher and higher elevation in his potent service describes in this ninth chapter matters more confidential than he has already disclosed thank you uh, radha noga mata ji next para yes prabhu ji hari krishna the very beginning of bhagavad gita the first chapter is more or less an introduction to the rest of the to the rest of the book and in the second and third chapters the spiritual knowledge described is called confidential topics discussed in the seventh and eighth chapters are specifically related to devotional service and because they are being they they bring enlightenment in krishna consciousness they are called more confidential but the but the matters which are described in the ninth chapter deal with unalloyed pure devotion therefore this is called the most confidential one who is situated in the most confidential knowledge of krishna is naturally transcendental he therefore has no material pangs although he is in the material world in the bhakti rasamrit sindhu it is said that although one who has a sincere desire to render loving service to the supreme lord is situated in the conditional state of mental ex- existence he is to be considered liberated similarly we shall find in the bhagavad gita 10th chapter that anyone who is engaged in that way is a liberated person hari krishna rahul prabhu ji next para hari krishna ho gaya yes please now this first verse has special significance the words idam gyanam just a second over there is some pop up yeah the words idam gyanam this knowledge refers to pure devotional service which consists of nine different activities hearing chanting remembering serving worshiping praying obeying maintaining friendship and surrendering everything by the practice of these line elements of devotional service one is elevated to spiritual consciousness krishna consciousness when one heart is thus cleared of material contamination one can understand this science of krishna simply to understand that a living entity is not material is not sufficient that may be beginning of spiritual realization but one should recognize the difference between activities of the body and spiritual activities of one who understands sorry the difference between activities of the body and spiritual activities of one who understand that he is not the body hari krishna reshma mata ji i think she can read both the paragraphs because it's a very small yes. line very small in the seventh chapter we have already discussed the opinion potency of the supreme personality ट 
Nine. Nine of the Lord will be delimited. The Sanskrit. No, I, 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 you, I think I. What is it? I think profiles are covering your line or screen. Yes, yes, yes. So, where do you pull them? Drag them down, no? You don't need to see all of us. No, so I mean, I can't drag it. Probably I need to change. The Sanskrit word anasuyeva in this verse is also very significant. Generally, the commentators, even if they are highly scholarly, are always are all envious of Krishna, the supreme personality of Godhead. Even the most erudite scholars write on Bhagavad Gita very inaccurately, because they are envious of Krishna. Their commentaries are useless. The commentaries given by devotees of the Lord are bona fide. No one can explain Bhagavad Gita or give perfect knowledge of Krishna if he is envious. One who criticizes the character of Krishna without knowing him is a fool. So such commentaries should be very carefully avoided. For one who understands that Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead, the pure and transcendental personality, these chapters will be very beneficial. Thank Krishna. Thank you. So we come to the probably the longest purport in Bhagavad Gita as it is. Raja Vidya Raja Gukyam Pavitram Idamuttamam Pratyakshavagamam Dharmyam Susukham Kartumabhyayam This knowledge is the king of education, the most secret of all secrets. It is the purest knowledge and because it gives direct perception of the self per realization, it is the perfection of religion, it is everlasting and it is joyfully performed. Achipriya Prabhuji, you can read Prospera. Yes, Prabhu. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Shri Prabhupada Kijay. This chapter of Bhagavad Gita is called the King of Education because it is the essence of all doctrines and philosophies explained before. Among the principal philosophers in India are Gautama, Kanada, Kapila. Kanada. 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 Kapila. Yajna. Yajna Valkya. Sandilya. Hmm. And uh, Vaishvanara. 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 And finally, there is Vyasadeva, the author of the Vedanta Sutra. So there is no dearth of knowledge in the field of philosophy or transcendental knowledge. Now the Lord says that this ninth chapter is the king of all knowledge, the essence of all knowledge that can be derived from the study of Vedas and different kinds of philosophy. In this most confidential, this is most confidential because confidential or transcendental knowledge involves understanding the difference between the soul and the body. And the king of all confidential knowledge culminates in devotional services. Shivani Mataji, next para. Hare Krishna, Dhanur Pranam Prabhuji. Ah, Shivani Mataji is back. Yeah, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. Uh, generally, people are not edu educated in this confidential knowledge. They are educated in external knowledge. As far as ordinary education is concerned, people are involved with so many departments, politics, sociology, physics, chemistry, mathematics, astronomy, engineering, etc. There are so many departments of knowledge all over the world and many huge universities. But there is, unfortunately, no university or educational institution where the science of the spirit soul is instructed. Yet the soul is the most important part of the body. Without the presence of the soul, the body has no value. Still, people are placing great stress on the bodily necessities of life. 
not caring for the vital soul. Thank you, Hari Krishna. Swadhyay Prabhu. Yes, Prabhu. Thank you, Prabhu. The Bhagavad Gita, especially from the second chapter on, stresses the importance of the soul. In the very beginning, the Lord says that this body is perishable and that the soul is not perishable. Antavanta ime deha nitya shokta sharirana. That is the confidential part of knowledge. Simply knowing that the spirit soul is different from this body and that its nature is and that its nature is immutable, indestructible, and eternal. But that gives no positive information about the soul. Sometimes people are under the impression that the soul is different from the body and that when the body is finished or one is separated from the body, the soul remains in a void and becomes impersonal. But actually that is not the fact. How can the soul which is so active within this body be inactive after being liberated from the body? It is always active. If it is eternal, then it is eternally active. And its activities are in the spiritual kingdom are the most confidential part of spiritual knowledge. These activities of the spirit soul are therefore indicated here as constituting the king of all knowledge, the most confidential part of knowledge. Thank you, Prabhupada. Vikas Prabhuji, next param. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, this knowledge is the purest form of all activities as explained in Vedic literature. In Padma Purana, man's sinful activities have been analyzed and are shown to be result of sin after sin. Those who have engaged in fruitative activities are entangled in different stages and forms of sinful reaction. For instance, when the seed of a particular tree is sown, the tree does not appear immediately to grow. It takes some time. It's it is first a small sprouting plant, then it assumes the form of a tree. Then it flowers and bears fruit. And when it is complete, the flowers and fruits are enjoyed by persons who have sown the seed of tree. Similarly, a man performs a sinful act. And like a seed, it takes time to fructify. There are different stages. The, the sinful reactions may have already stopped within the individual. But the results or the fruits of the sinful actions are still to be enjoyed. These are sins which are still in the form of a seed and there are others which are already fructified and are given, giving us fruit, which we are enjoying as distress and pain. Hare Krishna. Vivek Prabhuji. Hare Krishna Prabhu, Tanvat Pranam. As explained in the 20, 28th verse of the 7th chapter, a person who has completely ended the reactions of all sinful activities and who is fully engaged in the pious activities, being freed from the duality of this material world, becomes engaged in the devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna. In other words, those who are actually engaged in the devotional service of the Supreme Lord are already freed from all reactions. This statement is confirmed in the Padma Puran. Aprarabdha bhalam papam kotam bhijam bhalonmukam pramenaiva prali yeta vishnu bhakti ratatmanam should I continue, Prabhuji? Yeah, yeah, because it is part of the paragraph. For those who are engaged in the devotional service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, all sinful reactions, whether fructified in the stock or in the form of seed, gradually vanish. Therefore, the purifying potency of devotional service is very strong. And it is called Pavitram Uttamam, the purest. Uttama means transcendental. Tamas means material word or darkness and uttama means that which is transcendental to the material activities devotional activities are never to be considered material 
although sometimes it appears that devotees are engaged in just like ordinary men one who can see and is familiar with the devotional service will know that there they are not material activities they are all spiritual and devotional uncontaminated by the material modes of nature hari krishna yamna mai mata ji hari krishna prabhu it is said that the execution of devotional service is so perfect that one can perceive the results directly this result this direct result is actually perceived and we have practical experience that any person who is chanting the holy names of krishna hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare in course of chanting without offenses feel some transcendental pleasure and very quickly becomes purified of all material contamination this is actually seen furthermore if one engages not only in hearing but in trying to broadcast the message of devotion activities as well or if he engages himself in helping the missionary activities of krishna consciousness are you reading fast or it is to do with the net connection no no it is reading fast somebody is at the door i have to go and open the door <laughs> i know i heard the bell i am ji that is a very fast engaging himself in helping the missionary activities of krishna consciousness he gradually feels spiritual progress this advancement in spiritual life does not depend on any kind of previous education or qualification this method itself is so pure that by simply simple that by simple engaging in in it one becomes pure hari krishna was it can i read next para प्रैक्टिकल एग्जाम्पल ऑफ दिस कैन बी सीन इन दीवियस लाइफ ऑफ नारदा who in that life happened to be the son of a maid servant he had no education nor was he born into a high family but when his mother was engaged in serving great devotees nada also became engaged and sometimes in the absence of his mother he would serve the great devotees himself nada personally says रुचि प्रजायते in this verse from shrimad bhagavatam narad describes his previous life to his disciple vyasdeva he says that while engaged as a boy servant for those purified devotees during the four months of their stay he was intimately associating with them sometimes those sages left remnants of the food on their dishes and the boy who would wash their dishes wanted to taste the remnants so he asked the great devotees for their permission and when they gave it narada ate those remnants and consequently became freed from all sinful reactions as he he went on eating he gradually became as pure hearted as the sages 
the great devotees relish the taste of unceasing devotional service to the lord by hearing and chanting and narada gradually developed the same taste cheating cheating manjuru prabhu saw the paragraph as big and started reading na <laughs> it looks like prabhu <laughs> <laughs> ಸೂತ್ರ prakashach karmani abhyasat if one is engaged simply in the acts of devotional service everything is revealed to him automatically and he can understand this is called pratyaksha directly perceived pratyaksha avagamam dharmyam interestingly propad has referred this particular aphorism from the vedanta sutra twice in the same purport i don't think it is there anywhere else in a single purport the same this ಪ್ರಕಾಶಶ್ಚ ಕರ್ಮಣಿ ಅಭ್ಯಾಸ ಗೋಪ್ ಗೋಪ್ ಲಿಲ್ ಬಿಟ್ ಸೇಮ್ಟೆಡ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪರ್ಟಿಕ್ಯುಲರ್ ಅಫೋರಿಸಮ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ವೇದಾನ ಸೂತ್ರ yeah please go back and continue ariyara prabhu you can continue ariyara prabhu yes prabhu the word dharmyam means the path of religion narada was actually a son of a maid servant he had no opportunity to go to school he was simply assisting his mother and fortunately his mother rendered some service to the devotees the child narada also got the opportunity and simply by association achieved the highest goal of all religion the highest goal of all religion is devotional service as stated in shrimad bhagavatam sarvapunsa paro dharmo yato bhaktir adhokshaji religious principle religious people generally do not know that the highest perfection of religion is the attainment of devotional service as we have already discussed in regard to the last verse of chapter 8 videshu yakeshu tapashav chaiva generally vedic knowledge is required for self realization but here although narada never went to the school of the spiritual master and was not educated in the vedic principles he acquired the highest results of vedic study the process is so potent that even without performing the religious process regularly one can be raised to the highest perfection how is this possible this is also confirmed in vedic literature acharyavan purusho veda one who is in association with great acharyas even if he is not educated or has never studied the vedas can become familiar with all the knowledge necessary for realization hari krishna prabhu ji uh, nalini mata ji ah she is here the process of devotion yes you manifested i thought you had classes today and got over 
process of devotional service is a very happy one so sukham why devotional service consists of shravanam kirtanam vishnu so one can simply hear the chanting of the glories of the lord or can attend philosophical lectures on transcendental knowledge given by authorized acharyas simply by sitting one can learn then one can eat the remnants of the food offered to god nice palatable dishes in every state devotional service is joyful one can execute devotional service even in the most poverty stricken condition the lord says patram pushpam phalam toyam he is ready to accept from the devotee any kind of offering never mind what even a leaf a flower a bit of fruit or a little water which are which are all available in every part of the world can be offered by any person regardless of social position and will be accepted if offered with love there are many instances in history simply by tasting the tulasi leaves offered to the lotus feet of the lord great sages like sanat kumara became great devotees therefore the devotional process is very nice and it can be executed in a happy mood god accepts only the love with which things are offered to him hari krishna uh, devidasi mata ji hari krishna prabhu ji i am i can't read prabhu ji i am cooking prabhu ji no problem no problem निधिवना राधिका माता जी यस प्रभु जी हरे कृष्णा आई थिंक निधिवना राधिका माता जी ऑलरेडी रेड नो यस प्रभु जी ऑलरेडी रेड आई थिंक रमणी विशाखा माता जी इज जस्ट जॉइन शी देयर शी कैन रीड शी इज नॉट देयर राइट आई डोंट नो इफ शी इज आई थिंक शी जॉइन एंड वेंट या रमणी विशाखा माता जी इज देयर शी इज जस्ट जॉइन हरे कृष्णा Yes. the para starting it is said here that okay prabhu one minute it is said here that the devotional service is eternally existing it is not as the mayavadi philosophies philosophers claim although they sometimes take to uh, take to so called devotional service their idea is that as long as they are liberated they will continue their devotional service but at the end when they become liberated they will become one with god such temporary uh time saving devotional service is not accepted as pure devotional service actual devotional service Mani. continues even Mani. Mani. after liberation when the devotee goes to the spiritual planet in the kingdom of god he is also engaged there in the serving Mani. the supreme Mani. lord he does not try to become one with the supreme lord hari krishna anybody else who did not get a chance to read please read if that be not so then we can ritika can read prabhu ji सेम आईडी। 
after one is liberated when one is situated in the brahman position brahmbhuta once devotional service begins sama sarveshu bhuteshu mad bhaktim labhate param no one can understand the supreme personality of godhead by executing karma yoga gyan yoga ashtang yoga or any other yoga independently by these yogic methods one may make a little progress towards bhakti yoga but without coming to the stage of devotional service one cannot understand what is the personality of godhead in the shrimad bhagavatam it is also confirmed that when one becomes purified by executing the process of devotional service especially by hearing shrimad bhagavatam or bhagavad gita from realized souls then he then he can understand the signs of krishna or signs of god evam prasanna manso bhagavad bhakti yogatah when one's heart is cleared of all nonsense then one can understand what god is thus the process of devotional service of krishna consciousness is the king of all education and the king of all confidential knowledge in the purest form of religion and it, it can be it is the purest it is the purest form of religion and it can be executed joyfully without difficulty therefore one should adopt it hari krishna bhagavat tattva vijnanam mukta sangasya jayate that's the next line evam prasanna manaso yeah bhagavat bhakti yogatah bhagavat tattva vijnanam mukta sangasya jayate mukta sangasya when you associate with liberated persons you will get uh, bhagavat tattva vijnanam text 3 very important verse ashraddha dhana ashrad ashraddha dhana purusha धर्मस्यास्य the faithless cannot accomplish this process of devotional service that is the purport of this verse faith is created by association with devotees unfortunate people even after hearing all the evidence of vedic literature from great personalities still have no faith in god they are hesitant and cannot stay fixed in devotional service of the lord thus faith is the most important factor for progress in krishna consciousness in chaitanya charitamrita it is said that faith is the complete conviction that simply by serving the supreme lord shri krishna one can achieve all perfection that is real faith as stated in shrimad bhagavatam 14.31.14 yatha tarur mool nishechanena tripyanti tat skandha bujo bujo pa shakha prano pahara cha cha yathendriyanam tathaiva sarvahanam टीज therefore after reading bhagavad gita one should promptly come to the conclusion 
of Bhagavad Gita. One should give up all other engagements and adopt the service of the Supreme Lord Krishna, the personality of Godhead. If one is convinced of this philosophy of life, that is faith. Thank you. Shuddha Shabde Vishwaskara Shudruna Nishoy Krishna Bhakti Koyle Sarva Karma Kritohoy. Performing Krishna's devotions, everything else is fulfilled. That is called Shraddha. Yeah. Radha Nuga Mataji, next you can read. Hare Krishna. The paragraph is too long. Hmm. Too long, yes. You can divide in two people too. <laughs> it's okay. Now, the development of that faith is the process of Krishna consciousness. There are three divisions of Krishna conscious men. In the third class are those who have no faith. Even if they are officially engaged in devotional service, they cannot achieve the highest perfectional stage. Most probably they will slip after some time. They, they may become engaged, but because they haven't, com uh, complete, haven't complete conviction and faith, it is very difficult for them to continue in Krishna consciousness. We have practical experience in discharging our missionary activity that some people come and apply themselves to Krishna consciousness and with some hidden motive. And as soon as they are economically a little well situated, they give up this process and take to their old way again. It is only by faith that one can advance in Krishna consciousness. As far as the development of faith is concerned, one who is well-versed in the literatures of devotional service and has attained the, the stage of firm faith is called a first-class person in Krishna consciousness. And in the second class are those who are not very advanced in understanding the devotional scriptures, but who automatically have firm faith that Krishna Bhakti or service to Krishna is the best course. And so in the good faith, they have taken it up. Thus, they are superior to the third class who have neither perfect knowledge of the scriptures nor good faith, but by association and simplicity are trying to follow. The, the third class person is Krishna conscious. In Krishna consciousness, may fall down. But when one is in the second class, he does not fall down. And for the first class person in Krishna consciousness, there is no chance of falling down. One in the first class would surely make progress and achieve the result at the end. As far as the third class person in Krishna consciousness is concerned, although he has faith in the conviction that devotional service to Krishna is very good, he has not yet gained adequate knowledge of Krishna through the scriptures like Srimad Bhagavatam and Srimad Bhagavad Gita. Sometimes these third class Persons in Krishna consciousness have te some tendency towards karma yoga and jnana yoga, and sometimes they are dis uh, disturbed. But as soon as the infection of karma yoga or jnana yoga is vanquished, they become second class or first class persons in Krishna consciousness. Faith in Krishna is also divided in three stages and described in Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, and described in uh, yeah, correct described in Srimad Bhagavatam. Krishna Bhagavatam. First class attachment, second class attachment, and third class attachment are also explained in Srimad Bhagavatam. In the eleventh canto, 
those who have no faith even after hearing about krishna and the excellence of devotional service who think that it is simply eulogy find the path very difficult even if they are supposedly engaged in devotional service for them there is very little hope of gaining perfection thus thus faith is very important in the discharge of devotional service hari krishna hari krishna <clears throat> so this is like one topic which is which talks about uh, importance of shravanam <clears throat> those who hear with faith and those who hear without faith and uh, this is called the most confidential knowledge so the last word that we discussed it's very clear that uh, uh, it's mentioned the last word the third verse 9.3 proper directly starts with the statement that the faithless cannot attain krishna consciousness they cannot attain krishna despite krishna's repeated words they cannot understand the supreme position of bhakti so then you know such people have to take birth again aprapya maam nivartande they will not be able to attain me so they have returned mrityu samsara varthmani they have to come back to this path of birth and death so uh, in the first three verses krishna was fundamentally talking about glorification of the knowledge that he was going to speak this is the knowledge that i am going to speak uh now he will speak in verse number 4 to 10 uh, krishna behind begins uh, his own achintya bheda bheda relationship with the material world meaning he is simultaneously one and different acceleration now um, verse 2 which is raja vidya raja vikyam the very famous verse here susukham uh, susukham means this is the knowledge that is being talked about this knowledge is uh, it will bring us great happiness and by its application uh, which is bhakti application of the knowledge is bhakti that means joyfully perform so so kam kartum abhyayam bhakti yoga is joyfully perform i mean i'm sure none of us is honoring prasadam because it is tasteless or none of us is chanting hari krishna because you know, it is some duty there is some reciprocation happening otherwise we would not be continuing with the process and so there is right from the beginning it is joyfully performed it doesn't have to wait till very advanced stage you see in fact many new bhaktas they seem to have more taste for devotion service than me i personally felt many times they are dancing so enthusiastically always offering obeisances to everyone never saying no to any service studying properly never missing mangal aarti all these things very nice so joyfully perform they getting some pleasure in krishna service so so bhakti yoga does not require us to renounce all activities like jnana yoga may require us to renounce activities um it will cause us dryness and misery if we uh like jnana yoga and other practices if you you renounce everything all these activities of the uh there is activity that we perform through senses so 
Pranishra Burjan Prabhu, this only brings dryness and misery, just abandoning all these uh, activities. Like 9.26, in the same chapter, Krishna talks about Patram Pashpam Palam, palam Toyan. So that way, Bhakti Yoga is very easy. Uh, pure devotion service is beyond the uh, modes of material nature that we learn in the 14th chapter. Uh, therefore, it is eternal and it is uh, uh, it transcends liberation. It's beyond liberation also. So, avyayam protection. Susukam kartam avyayam. Avyayam means that uh, immutable. It cannot change. cannot be destroyed. Uh, bhakta's uh, attraction, uh, a devotee's advancement can never be destroyed. Name bhakta praneshyate. So, Baldevidya Bhushan asserts about this Rajavidya verse. Uh, very interesting. Rajavidya Rajabhyam and I read. The knowledge of kings, the secret of kings, it is the knowledge or more exactly the meditational worship of those who like kings have magnanimous compassionate hearts. They are unlike the cripple-hearted karmis who worship demigods with the desire to attain sons and other material benefits. Kings even when they fail to hide their treasures of gems and other valuables, keep their private counsel very hidden. In the same way, even when my devotees do not conceal other kinds of knowledge, they keep this knowledge concealed. So Pavitram means that knowledge uh, can purify all kinds of simple reactions at all stages. Aptaradam, uh, Papam, Kutam, Dijam, Parabdam, all these. So some reactions uh, in the Padma Puran clearly is quoted in this purport by Prabhupada. So someday we will study Bhakti Samrasandhu, this Bhakti Samrasindhu, this topic will come up. So some reactions are already fructified and giving us distress and pain, prarabdha. Because the biggest prarabdha is our own body. Um, sinful reactions may be just waiting to take effect. That's called Falon Mukha, in process. So reactions may still further be dormant, which is kuta, or the reactions may be in a seed-like state, which is bija. So in any case, it's a cycle. You cannot say which becomes which, where it starts. Pala, papam, kutam, bijam, they're all interrelated. In any case, uh, if somebody performs loving devotion service in the Supreme Lord, Svihari, or Vishnu, uh, it is mentioned that all types of simple reactions are vanquished. It's not like one type, all types. And because, so Baldevidya Bhushan therefore says that because this uh, dharma, which is uh, <clears throat> Bhakti Yoga, is joyfully performed. So then, why will such a person remain in samsara? This is so easy and beautiful to perform. That is what is answered in the third verse, which is like, Aprapya Maam Nivartande Matya Samsara. The next one, which are Ashraddha Dhana Purusha Dharmasya Saparantrapa. Those are faithless. In the very first verse, uh, the first three words basically they are like, you know, they are glorifying this chapter and its contents. Later, Krishna will talk about his inconceivable opulence, Pashyama Yoga Maheshwara. Um, 
Why will this help? It will help a non-envious soul fix his uh, mind in his unwavering devotion service by increasing in his knowledge, appreciation, and awe. It's like Aishwarya. So there are three key points in this verse, in, in, the, in the words of Burijan uh, Prabhu. One becomes advanced by hearing about Krishna, first point. One must be non-envious to hear properly. And three, one becomes free from material miseries when he hears properly and cultivates devotional practices. So it's all about Shravanam. The first two verses talk about the importance of the devotional practice and Shravanam, etc. Third verse very clearly talks about those who are faithless, what happens to them. So those were the points that I wanted to discuss today briefly. We will take it up more uh, at, the, at the time of review. Maybe there is one. Rahul, that first uh, introduction to this chapter in Sarantaran to me, no? you can post that. You there, Rahul? Oh, sorry, Prabhuji. Yes, I am there, Prabhuji. I will post it, Prabhuji. You understood, no? The, the introduction yes. to ninth chapter in Sarantaran to me. Yes, Prabhuji. Uh, so we have another 10 minutes for any questions. Yes, uh, Prabhuji, not related to these verses. Uh, just wanted to check. Yes, with you. What have you done to your connection? Because your voice is so much more pronounced now. It's louder. No, no Prabhuji, no idea. You've done nothing. I've changed the computer. Ah, it's a whole new article now. Yeah, now you can hear you. Sorry, bro. No, sorry for what? Finally, we are able to hear you. Previously, I mean, your presentation, I your presentation was the defining moment, I guess. Uh, What's the question? Prabhu, uh, the Pindadan, the offering to the ancestors. Yeah. Can it be done by women in ISKCON? I mean, like sadhakas like me? If the uh, men are really not speak, doing it. Really speaking, Pindadan, in the first case, Mahaprabhu did it to set an example for Loka Vichar. But uh, for Vaishnavas, the principle is simply to uh, offer prasadam to Vaishnavas and do Kirtan. In fact, uh, Haridasar mentions it's sinful to offer uh, shraddha to forefathers. The food is directly offered to them. It should be offered to Krishna like in Madhvas they do that. The food is offered to Krishna first and then it is offered to the forefather and then to you know, whoever, parent or whoever and then to others. That's one way of doing it. Otherwise the typical Gaudiya way is to just have nice prasada and nice kirtan. Okay. Now, apart from this, if you want to have a social compulsion and because of that you want to do it, uh, under exceptional circumstances, uh, 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 these sort of smarta vidhi and even pancharatrika vidhi definitely samskaras it provides for, I think women can do it under exceptional circumstances when there are no sons and uh, sometimes it is also advisable in that case that the son-in-law can do it on behalf of the departed uh, person. Uh, in the absence of that, uh, then the daughter can. So, and like in, like uh, I remember uh, my sister's also on the call. 
when our mother passed away either under some particular circumstance they were even telling us if required you can also do you remember that aka do what they said at that point of time this uh, one of those functions they were saying that uh, that is after the first year but after the completion of first year since you didn't come yeah. there was a provision where i could do yeah but then i after i came back right i came back on the fifth or sixth day no first. no no for not for the first functions i don't think i can do yeah. what i'm telling is after the completion of the first year ah, after the first year uh, that you can do those that is i think that is what reshma mother is asking for uh, initial i don't know, think so huh initial i don't think so someone uh-huh. in the absence someone else will do i don't think no, i don't know smarta vidhi provides for the daughter to do the, the our priest told us that day i don't know if you heard it smarta provides for the daughter to do under exceptional circumstances but as far as iskon sadhakas are concerned iskon or any vaishnav sadhakas are concerned we should simply try to have a provision where we offer prasadam to vaishnavas and uh, have kirtan but uh, if there is uh, compulsion it is you don't have to follow vaishnava vidhi this you must remember vaishnavas will not compel you to do it no it is only people who don't follow vaishnava principles who will compel you to offer pindadan so then you if if that is their uh, principle let them you do it as a social compulsion but i not all uh, sort of uh, sects of uh, uh, so called hindus they have this option for the daughters to do it smarta vidhi does provide for the daughter to perform under exceptional circumstances even regular annual shraddhas are allowed on the daughter can do but of course uh, uh, the principle is always that devarshi bhutaptranam pitranam akinkuro nayam raneshrajan sarvatmanaya sharanam sharanam gatamukundam parihartu once you taken shelter of the supreme lord mukunda who grants liberation then all other obligations are annulled whether it is to parents whether it is to forefathers whether it is to king to sages to family everything is uh, all obligations are nullified if we take full shelter of krishna so those are the two three principles that you might want to consider one that uh, at the to- topmost level you don't need to do anything but uh, as a matter of respect you can uh, offer prasadam to vaishnavas and have nice kirtan and some katha krishna katha so so that is an option if it is a social compulsion then the social compulsion is coming from it will clearly be coming from non vaishnava communities or non vaishnava segments if that is the case just to keep them happy for and peace in the family if you have to do you can do uh, as far as vaishnava samskaras are concerned um, we we'll have to study in detail for shraddha samskara what is mentioned uh, but in general i don't know that part what is the, what is uh, Uh, we have to study the samskaras uh, properly shraddha samskara is there pindadana comes in from that so we we'll have to uh, understand from that what is mentioned but haridas thakur's statement on this is conclusive from harinam chintamani if you are sadaka then all you need to worry about is offering prasadam and kirtan and krishna katha is that fine mother Prabhu, here in Ramadhar Desh, the uh, teacher told us that even if because you are a sadhaka, you have to do the offerings. They are from south of India. 
ಯುವರ್ ಯಾ ಯುವರ್ ಮ್ಯಾಂಗ್ಲೂರಿಯನ್ ಚೇಂಜಸ್ first thing you become a part of achutu gotra once you become uh, initiated devotee but even if you are not initiated you taken shelter of a spiritual master then the larger principle for you is to just have krishna katha krishna kirtan and krishna prasadam but if your local yatra is uh, pushing for it then that becomes your loka vichar then so you have to keep them like uh, Uh, I, I asked my spiritual master even when I was even when I had not joined full time my father passed away I asked him what all needs to be he just said she'll do whatever is required to keep the family happy you do it so I did all the 13 day functions and all that and then I think for one year one whole year I did those functions also but those days I was uh, not a manaprasthi and I was a I was in householder life so at that time when I could do i'm surprised how your yatra people are saying so i think it's also because a lot of your yatra contains south indians tamadas yatra has lot of south indians from tamil nadu mainly from tamil nadu tamil nadu mainly tamil nadu so they have this uh, hangover of uh, smarta vidhi and sri vaishnava vidhi both are extremely ritualistic mm. so you will have overkill of that what can you do you when in rome dine like the romans do But the higher principle is this mother you should if you have the courage to pull it off you should but if you can't then you know if you can't beat them join them <laughs> this is the principle clearly the principle is that you should krishna katha krishna kirtan krishna prasadam everything else can wait if if the first time you have to do it like you know then it's one thing but if it's regularly then it's a different issue i think best would be that uh, this follow this principle unless you're going to call them to run it for you no if there is no priest if there is no priest you simply do it at home call devotees and worship that's it when did your father whose father passed away no my father 2005 i remember you told me once uh, yes sir. your father passed away and I think that around the same time you got into Krishna consciousness, right? In some way, indirectly. No, Prabhu, he brought me into Krishna consciousness when I was a child. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. Kind of spaced out. Sorry. So that's the principle, Mother. I think I kind of I rest our case, not just my case. Thank all, you. All of us, there's a principle. Yeah, we can take one last question. Prabhuji, uh, I have one query. Yeah. In the uh, first uh, sloka and first verse, yeah. Prabhupada says about the Nauta Bhakti, uh, he says that 
by practice of these nine elements of devotional service, one is elevated to spiritual consciousness. Yeah. Somewhere I read, I don't know whether it was in Nectar of Devotion or somewhere I read that even if one does one or two very carefully, then also one can achieve. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Prabhupada is saying you should perform all nine. If you notice that it says you should perform by performing these nine limbs. Uh, here it is written by him that by practice of these nine elements of devotional service. Yeah. By practice of these nine elements, it doesn't mean that you have to uh, you to attain perfection when one will do. Yeah. Like Prahlad Maharaj, uh, but then you know you need to be at that level. Yes, yes. Parishit Maharaj got it by Shravanam, Chukute Goswami Vekirtanam, Prahlad Maharaj by Vishnu Smaranam, Lakshmiji by Padasevanam, Prithu Maharaj by Archanam, Akrura by Vandanam, Arjuna, Udava, etc. by Hanumanji, Dasyam, sorry, not Arjuna, Sakyam by Arjuna, Udava, and Atmani Vedanam by Bali Maharaj. So they are all acharyas, authorities in that limb of devotion service. So you feel free to perform any one limb, but then because we don't know how well we are doing it, so it's better that we do all the limbs. Since we are at sadhaka stage, it's better that we perform all the limbs of these uh, Navavida Bhakti and Krishna as he is pleased will reciprocate. Thank you, Varadji. Okay, thank you very much. I am at uh, Kanpur near the Ganges right now. I'm not in Delhi. Thank you, Prabhuji. You managed to take a class. Uh, he left in the morning to go to Kanpur and reached, you know, somewhere in the afternoon. Had a lot of engagement. Still, he managed to take a class. Thank you very much. This shows how much I'm attached to Janam. Followers, people listening to me. <laughs> it is not every day that you have a patient audience. So, uh, the more the merrier, that doesn't matter. The more the number of classes we can do. I'm just feeling a little uh, odd that earlier in the past, many times we had to miss classes. So, because of my very various services. So, I got to make it count when I can. By Krishna's arrangement, I have a very comfortable room. Uh, they have a wonderful guest house here. Huge temple. It's almost big. It's definitely bigger than even Iskon Delhi. And uh, uh, they have Radha Madhav, Gauranita, and uh, Sitaram Lakshman Hanuman deities. Oh. Hey, almost like Juhu. The deities are almost like Juhu. All three. Little, little cute fellows. Very uh, nice deities they have. And the huge temple. And the room is all high-class facilities, so I got Wi-Fi and all that. I'm sitting on a nice table, sitting. It's in fact more comfortable than my own office where I conduct the normal classes. So, Krishna willing, things will uh, work out. Hopefully, for the next few days, we can have classes. I'll see, because I'm here, and uh, tomorrow is the birth birthday of uh, His Grace Devakinandan Prabhu. Uh, so. He is one of my sources of inspiration. I've come here to learn how to cultivate VIPs, big people. He's the Acharya for that. Mm -hmm. It's his birthday also tomorrow, so let us see.
And Krishna willing, if I get the time, I have some work to finish at Ayodhya. Uh, official work. And I have services as chairman of Northern India Divisional Council of ISKCON. So when I go there, Krishna willing, on all of your behalf, I will see if I can go to Ramajanma Bhumi and offer prayers on behalf of all of you. Thank you, Guru. Yeah. My late departed father's name was uh, Ramachandran. <laughs> Ramachandra. So, and my mother in the room that she was in when she left her body, there was Lord Ramachandra's photo from Iskon Delhi. So, it's easier in India to preach on the business of Lord Ramachandra. Our Lord is a little complicated. If you speak about Krishna, there will be 100 questions. Lord Ramachandra, they only maximum one or two questions. They'll say, why did he shoot Bali from behind? Why did he leave Mother Sita? There are two questions. Other than that, there are no questions on Lord Ramachandra. So, <laughs> it's always useful. Okay. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Thank you. 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 Thank you.